Welcome back to the Paranormal Empath. Hey, everybody. Do, 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 do. do we have intro music? Yeah, that just played. <laughs> awesome. I want to see. So the audience own. can hear it. We can't hear it. <laughs> gotcha. A little behind the scenes. All right. Little info there. Well, welcome so, back. Yeah, welcome back. Um, uh, so that second episode was interesting. It was interesting. It was. Yeah. Very cool. Exciting. They'll, they'll have to go and listen to it, won't they, to hear about it? hopefully they've already listened that's true that's true if you haven't then we're gonna track you down yeah if you haven't heard the second episode and force you to listen go back and check it out exactly um but anyways uh we are here with uh we have a special guest today yes we do we have a third person a third um yeah do you want to introduce them and it's not a ghost you guys (gasps) don't worry it's a real person it's a real manifested individual yes in the corporate corporeal form oh yeah 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 all right well uh we have a local artist here by the name of jimmy how you doing hey jimmy so yeah jimmy is a multi-talented man musician graphic artist i appreciate sound guy sound editor which we might want to use at some point that's true (laughs) So, yeah, so he's got some really interesting stories to share. And truth be told, normally, right, as producers, we would vet this gentleman for his stories. But he's a close friend, and um, he's hasn't even told us because it's very personal stories that he has to share very with personal. us. And um, so we're hearing them as with you for the first time today. Yeah, thank you for sharing. I mean, I know it might be a little bit difficult, but we, th- we appreciate it. And. Yeah, no it, problem. It, thanks, thanks for having me yeah. on here, and uh, you know, hopefully, um, somebody can get scared. Yeah, right. that's true. <laughs> I'm ready. Hey, you know, it, it might even be healing for you a little bit too. Yeah, yeah. Kind Probably of, so. Kind of talk no, about it with some other people and get it off your chest. You know? No, definitely, definitely. There's some things that you know, growing up when I was a little kid, you know, they started real young. <clears throat> started real young, very young. Before you go into those, I want to touch on one fact. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I've ever, ever heard you say this, but I would say that you are also, like Andrew and myself, on some level, empathic. Is that right? Yeah, I could feel uh, a lot of things as soon as I come in contact with somebody from before I even get close to them to a touch. Um, different things happen all the time. It's very weird feelings. And you're, how do you perceive that? Um, when it comes on really strong, it's just I can't stop it. It just happens. And it happens all the time. Uh, visually? Um, it, it switches uh, from physically to seeing, I, I guess you could say, a short version of the future kind of thing sometimes. Um, sometimes more by touch than anything. Um, but when I come in and meet somebody for the first time, it's like overwhelming. It's so overwhelming sometimes that my heart starts racing. I start sweating like I'm getting nervous, you know, kind of like before the show. Gotcha. So. Very cool. So has yeah. that affected you in any way when, like, in social situations sometimes and people are like, hey, man, are you good? you're good? Definitely. Definitely. Uh, 
sometimes it feels like I'm the weirdo standing in line at the grocery store. You know what I mean? Because I'm looking around. I can feel everybody's energy sometimes when people get too close to me. Mm-hmm. It's so overwhelming, whether from they're behind me or in front of me, mm-hmm. beside me, or five aisles down, just mm-hmm. looking at me. Uh, it's really, it's, uh, it's different. And it's been a little bit difficult to live with, but, um, you know, anxieties go up, but then you just breathe a little bit and just take life, you know, just go with it. So, so which brings up something. Did we talk about this um, in any other episodes, how you can, like, do things to protect yourself from absorbing other people's energy? I don't think we've touched on that yet. <clears throat> so do you do anything like that? No. Um, sometimes I can just shut myself off to everything, but I have to. I'm in a different kind of, um, way different kind of zone. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely put myself in a in a place where I don't like, because um, it closes myself off to even just you know, when I meet people, you know, it, it will get to the point where I won't even you know won't even acknowledge that anybody exists. Sometimes just to go out. Yeah, that's yeah. hard. Yeah. I know that's why I don't like going into <clears throat> like people get mad at me because I don't want to go to concerts and. Mm-hmm you know, all those kinds of big crowd situations. And it's just because you absorb everyone else's energy. Mm-hmm. And for an empath, especially one who doesn't know how to control it, you know, it can be very overwhelming because you don't, you're not able to differentiate between your emotions and everyone else's. Correct, yeah. You yeah. get like even more tired and exhausted. And it's confusing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely makes you tired. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, I mean, I don't like like you know. I still have a lot of friends that live in Austin, and they go to like ACL, and they go to South by Southwest, and I'm like not even interested. I'm like I I don't want to be stuck between a million sweaty people (laughs) jumping up and down (laughs) where there's no bathroom, no seating. I mean, it sounds fun, I'm sure, but but not really. Not. Yeah, and then and then it's, it gets more confusing too when there are people that are intoxicated around you, people that are on drugs or on high well, or that are drinking emotions. And so yeah, and then their emotions are like altered and like weird because they're high. Yeah, so it makes you feel like completely out of, yeah. out of bounds almost. It does. Chaos. Yeah. And, it's and, chaos. Mm-hmm. Same thing like in a club, you know, like yeah. you know, like. But anyways, I'll let you talk. But I'm saying, like, if you ever go to the club and it's so, Mm. like, I went, God, I went somewhere with somebody. Oh, no, I was in Houston and went clubbing with a friend. And the first place we went, it was literally wall-to-wall people. And you had to, like, kind of squeeze through people and almost, like, I mean, I don't think he even cared. But, like, for me, I kind of was just like, I don't even know what I like. I felt so, like, uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, And I tried to have a good time, but it was just, like... And, and that's the first time where I really noticed it because I haven't gone out. I don't get out much. And I was thinking, oh, I'm going to go have, have fun, go clubbing. But I, I don't fun. like that anymore. I'm yeah. getting too old. Yeah, right. I, feel I mean, I just, I need space. So if I ever do go, do go to some place like that, I need to have a little bit of a bubble. You have to go to more of a lounge vibe. Correct. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Anyways. Okay. Well, back let's, to Jimmy. Yeah, back to Jimmy. Let's hear these stories, Jimmy. What you got? Yeah, so when I was young, um, it probably started around when I was about five, five to six years old. Uh, my first experience was um, over at my grandparents' house, and everybody was asleep. Um, I was in the middle bedroom in between where everybody slept, and just laying in bed, having a really hard time to sleep, uh, insomnia as a kid, um, you know, uh, very late up at night, probably around two in the morning. 
and I'm looking up at my ceiling fan and it just starts shooting out blue lightning bolts. Hmm. <clears throat> Is this so, the first time you ever had anything like that happen? And that's the first time ever, ever that I've had anything happen like that. Um, I didn't know what to think of it at first, so I just kind of closed my eyes and pretended like, you know, one, two, three, four, it's gone. Open my eyes and it happens again. Mm. Then it happened again. And then it happened again, and it kept happening. And so it was almost like a strobe light. Next thing I know, there's something dark, like a shadow crawling up the wall. Mm. And take it, there's no night light in the room. All lights are off. I'm in the middle bedroom. There's there's an other bedroom to the left, but it's off. Every All the lights are off. There's no lights in there, but it's even a darker shadow in the shape of a spider. Oh, that kept crawling up the wall. That's my nightmare. Yeah. Oh, my God. How big out. was it? Um, I would about say about two and a half feet. Oh, God. In length. Oh, Lord. And about three and a half feet wide. Yeah, the Harry Potter spiders. And it got up to the top of the, from the wall, climbed all the way to the top of the ceiling. Turned its head around completely. Like 360 degrees? And had, well, 180. Yeah. You know, to look straight down at me through the ceiling fan from behind it. And it's glowing red eyes. And oh. glowing red eyes on top of everything yeah. else. That was my very first experience. Wow. And your grandparents were in the room? I jumped up. No. No, I jumped oh, you were up. You by yourself? I was, I was by myself. You know, I slept by myself. I jumped up, ran down the hallway, ran across the hallway to my dad. Woke him up, said, Dad, Dad, Dad. I was screaming and crying and screaming and crying uh, uncontrollably. Yeah. said, you need to come in the room. The, it, it, I turned around before I even knocked on the door, and the lights were still flashing in there. The, the blue lightning bolts were just flashing and flashing and flashing. Mm. So scary. Wow. So then what happened? Did you guys go back in the so room? So went we went back into the room, and everything was like it, nothing ever happened. Did you turn on the lights? Yeah, we turned on the lights. My dad checked, and they had somebody come out to look at the, the wiring on the fan, and you know everything was fine. There was nothing wrong. And then the next night, it proceeded to happen again. But this time, there was a figure in the closet. And it was probably about a foot and a half. And it just walked back and forth on the top of my shelf. Just walking back and forth, walked back and forth, and just snarling at me. Hmm. Like a little like a little wild animal. Hmm. Like but it was an animal it, shape, or was it a human shape? It was a humanoid type shape and it was about a foot and a half tall and it was walking back and forth and it was sound, it kind of sounded like some kind of um, like I said like a like a like a raccoon that get mad and you know so very mm -hmm. very like a like a what I don't know like a chupacabra chupacabra no I don't know. Do they have demon elves? I don't know. Demon elves, maybe. <laughs> Gnomes. Leprechaun. I mean, just to play devil's know. advocate, we're sure. Are you sure you weren't like sleeping or sleepwalking? No, no, no. I was never sleepwalking or sleeping. It, uh, all through my experiences, I've been wide awake. Okay. Um, there's even been a uh, been a time where the whole family almost witnessed the same thing at the same time, and there was a situation where me and my cousin and my little brother were in our we're in the back bedroom. And it's, it used to be the garage room. And so there's like a little front garage part. So there's a door that leads from that bedroom to the garage. Well, we're all in there playing. And next thing you know, the handle to the door in the garage starts shaking. And then it starts shaking louder and louder and louder. Like somebody's gonna, like somebody's coming through, but it's locked. So nobody was coming through from the outside. So we got scared and as kids, we, you know, run to my dad and he comes out there. He thinks somebody's breaking through the house, you know? And so he comes in there with the gun 
this pistol because he was in the military and all this stuff. So, you know, he's got a pretty good background. He was a police officer then, you know, so uh, he came up to the came up to the door. And he's like, y'all are just messing with me. Y'all are just messing with me. There's nothing going on. Because he came in the room and then the, the, the doorknob was not turning like if somebody was trying to open the door. Well, he goes to turn around. It starts again. Mm. And then he turns around. He's looking right at it. And he freaks out. And he throws us back. My little brother gets knocked to the floor. My cousin hides under the bed because she's freaking out. Wow. I'm just standing there and like, you got to open the door. You need to open the door. Just open the door. It'll stop. And I screamed that to him. And he finally, you know, as being like some sort of, you know, officer of the law, goes and opens the door. Freeze! And as he's grabbing, going to grab it, it's still shaking in his hand. And he opens the door, slings it open as hard as possible. And just in case somebody was behind, you know, just he was going to knock him out, you know. Mm -hmm. Nothing. There was nothing in the garage. Completely empty. No animals. Nothing. Hmm. So... And this all happened in the same house. All yes, these experiences. this is all the same house. Is that the house you live in now? Um, no. This is your old parents' house. Yeah, this is my grandparents' house before grandparents they moved house. up to Vermont. That's right. So, did you ever look into the backstory or the history of that house? No, um, never really did. You know, I was really young at the time, and then um, so many different things that happened in that house that I just just really didn't want to be there didn't want to really know you know I wasn't into finding out why or how you know because there were so many unexplained things that happened that even happened you know with more family members than just myself um for example with my um second cousin who was stayed in the room one time saw the same thing that I saw in the same room when I was like five years old <clears throat> this was years so and years later yes the spider mm -hmm. years and years later as long as well as my um middle daughter um, Taylor so um, yeah um, different people in the house have you know experienced the same experiences that I have had in the same bedroom um, also you know there with my dad and other family members they had also witnessed you know certain things that have happened um, in different areas of the house you know that were a little bit different and not so in your face mm -hmm. you know like so one time you know there was a let me see uh, So, did all these, did these entities that you experienced, besides the, the door handle, did they ever make any noise? I mean, did you hear them or just see them? Oh, no, you definitely, definitely could hear them. Mm -hmm. You know, not just see, they would, they would make themselves definitely present. And that they were there, they were not happy. Mm -hmm. And it was like I was, um, but it's just like they could only get so close. And I don't know if that was because my grandfather was a pastor. Mm. Uh, and there was a lot of, um, you know, prayer going on in the house, but I don't know if that could have also fed into that, you know, maybe, um, not too sure. And like I said, I've never really gotten into it too much or tried to look back. This is the first time I've even talked about mm. it and talked about it so openly to anybody, um, other than, you know, my cousins or somebody like that, that's, you know, mm -hmm. pretty much had the same experiences. So did your grandparents ever address it as like an, something to combat? That's know? what I was going to ask is like, oh. If, oh no, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was like, no, I was just going to say like, did you guys ever like finally be like, hey, have you noticed anything weird? And then like, like maybe you guys all talked and then like, or like, were you so scared that your parents were like, like, how did you keep living there in the same room if you keep having this reoccurring things? And 
Like, did your family finally, like, okay, you know what? There's too many people saying like weird things. Can we move? Like, when was that? Like, when did it get to that point where you, you guys were able to move? Um, I had to turn 18. Oh. You were there until you were 18. Wow. Yeah. So. Gosh, I bet you were glad to get out of there. Yeah. Very <laughs> yeah. much so. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. They didn't, they was very pushed aside as if, oh. because my grandfather was very religious. Okay. That he just didn't believe. That's what I was thinking. They didn't want to address it, right? They thought because of, you know, maybe because I had a, you know, a rough start in life with my childhood kind of thing that yeah. it was just get attention, get attention kind of thing, you oh. know, as a, just as a child. So, but other people experienced it. Other people did experience it, even my own father, you know, but even him being, um, you know, I'm a macho man. I'm in the military. I was in the military. You didn't, he never discussed it, hmm. you know, with anybody but other than my uncle. Um, and that's about it. Um, did your uncle experience something? No, my uncle never experienced anything. Hmm. Um, Later on, though, when I was about in fourth grade, one day uh, I used to ride my bike back and forth to school. Nobody was home because they all worked at the, you know, a different school district. So they were on another side of town. So I had a key to the house. Fourth grade, I used to ride my bike home every day. Uh, one day I went into the house and I just, you know, went into the first, you know, just the first hall, and all of a sudden I heard just somebody scream at me in this really, really, like high-pitched like old man scream just for me to get out wow and then it it sounded to me it sounded like a jaguar afterwards it was like a row Hmm. you know just very crazy you know and i was only in fourth grade i ran out crying went (laughs) next door to my my neighbors which is the post they came back over uh mr post came back over with me had called my grandparents told them what had happened they thought that somebody was in the house Uh so he goes in the house comes back out searches all the whole house searches the rooms nothing comes back outside there's nobody in there well i was so scared i stayed over there next door with them until mm-hmm. my grandparents come home and it happened every day for about four days after that oh my gosh same 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 get thing. out same thing just huh. get out only to you yeah wow and then i had him i had the neighbor check he check every time every day for like four days oh in my a row. goodness they think you're crazy oh man <laughs> did you think you were crazy <laughs> i thought i was losing my mind okay. you know as and i was just a child you know mm-hmm. in elementary school Poor so baby. you know i was scared out of my mind i had no idea what to think i had you know never experienced anything and, and you know as and so you had much no one to so. talk to you about what it could be either mm-hmm. yeah none at all because you know yeah. back then in the 80s it was just yeah you know, nobody really. There was no ghost, ghost hunting shows back then. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> there were real serial killers out there yeah, right. going on. <laughs> so, that's scary. And what part of town was this on? Um, that's on the north side. It was on the north side. Mm-hmm. So. Stay away from the north side. Interesting. side. That's why I live downtown. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So yeah. What that, else, Andrew? You know. Who? Who? Who's Andrew? Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Doreen Greystone. Grave. Greg, dang it. <laughs> Gravestone, people. It's Gravestone. Grave. So dumb. I'll have to ask the audience. Like, it's or is it stupid. Dorian Headstone? You could just say it, Dorian. <laughs> it's all good. Dorian, Dorian. Uh, no, it's all good. I um, need a new name, too, then. Huh? To be fair, I need a new, a new name as well. Yeah, I know. Mm. You do. I'll have to think about that one, people. We could put a poll up on Facebook yeah, or something. Yeah, send us in your recommendations. Yeah, what name? <laughs> what does there she sound go. like to you guys? Yeah, I want to know. We were like, what did we think first? Like, I don't remember. It was like sultry Suda. Sultry Suda, yeah. <laughs> no, <just> <laughs> we'll figure it out. Uh, anyways. No, so but, was that pretty much it? Did that sum it up? Um, no, later on in oh, life. Wow, um, 
Yeah, that was um, just his childhood companion. I, um, I was over at my at my mom's side of the family. I was over there with my other grandmother, and she's half Native American. She's full Native American. My mom's half Native American, Sue, oh. from South Dakota. So, um, <clears throat> so one time I was over there, and I watched her literally float across the living room floor. And I was probably about 11 years old. So by then, I've heard he had gotten a little bit older. You know, I wasn't as childlike and experienced something that really freaked me out. And I ran out of the apartment because I was over at her, her apartment and she was watching me. Well, my mom picked me up, went over to my aunt's, my cousin. I started talking to my cousin because he had, back in Mississippi, he had said he had, went, you know, done some kind of all kinds of different things. You know, I'm not going to get into that right mm-hmm. now. But <clears throat> he used to experience stuff when he was younger. So I went and started talking to him. And um, he just, uh, he told me, he goes, yeah, you want to be the first one to see grandma do that. And, and she, she was, was alive. Huh? Yeah, she, she was alive and doing this. Yeah, she was alive. Wow. She was alive. Huh. Um, she literally sat through like three heart attacks one time and just like it was nothing. It didn't even affect her. It was the weirdest thing ever. Was, took, she, was she asleep while she was floating around? Maybe no, she, she, she was wide awake. Oh, okay. She was on the couch and she went to the kitchen. And from the couch she to the floated kitchen. She just floated and she knew she was doing this. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's because I wasn't paying attention. She had me watching her soap opera because I used to sit there uh-huh. and, and crochet with her and, and watch her soap opera. And I'm sitting there learning how to crochet. And then I look up and I just, she's floating. Shit. Like she just kind of hovered to the kitchen. And it was, you know, something that um, I shared with some of my family that had already witnessed that. I didn't know they had witnessed that. And so I was shaking and I was scared. And mm-hmm. Then comes the stories about how she used to go from town to town and marry people and do these different things all with, you know, by going by Ouija, but using the Ouija board hmm. and doing different things like that. So kind of so, like a shaman, was she? Um, I don't know. We don't know. Wow. I don't know much about her or hmm. her past because the place where she was orphanage, where she was at, had burned down. Hmm. Oh, wow. Of course. So. Always and the orphanage burns down. I know, <laughs> right? wonder so. who did it. <laughs> Who done it? Who done it? Oh, and then you have the story about the the one that's the picture you have. Yeah, I have a picture that I had posted on Facebook. Um, just I had this overwhelming feeling one day, a feeling one day to go down the hallway of uh, the house that I was in. This is before I had moved out. You know, I was probably about fourteen or fifteen years old. Um, I started getting a little bit more in tune with stuff and wanting to find out why and and look up different things and you know start just researching you know on my own and back then there was just the libraries you know the, the internet wasn't that great back mm-hmm. then you know so <clears throat> so one day i just i started taking pictures i started walking down the hallway started taking pictures went to the bathroom started taking pictures of the bedrooms and this was after my great-grandmother had passed mm-hmm. and the i picked fl- up uh, the, the one who floated no, this was my great-grandmother. Oh, great-grandmother. Uh, okay. My great-grandmother used to had moved down from Vermont to live with my grandparents because she was very ill. Um, she was around 90-something years old. But after she had passed, I was about 14 or 15 years old. And I, I would go in the house randomly sometimes, and shampoo bottles would just fly up. It just land in the land in the bathroom and make these obnoxiously loud noises, like they just like it was falling through the walls of the house. And then you go in the bathroom, nothing's falling. It was like the weirdest stuff. Um, so one day I just decided to take pictures. And I started taking pictures. I took four pictures. One of the bathroom and one of two bedrooms and then one of the kitchen. And and one of the bedrooms was an image that came through of a, a young girl with very curly hair. And you could, 
I had to put it, I put it through some different uh, color filters and stuff um, that went through the color spectrum to kind of make it you know a little bit more clear. But you could actually see the head of a girl without putting it through any kind of different colors like a green or red mm-hmm. or blues or anything like that. And so I put it on I put it online and started using different colors and changing the picture to different colors until it got to this green. And when I got to this green color it just popped out and you can see like the 1800s type clothing like top and the little frills and the curly hair and it was just really weird wow that's very interesting mm. so but that's the only thing i've ever caught on camera interesting but it was in the same house well hopefully we can find that photo so we can post it right mm-hmm. yes definitely so and it's on facebook it's just i gotta get into that account so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so do you feel like the entities in there i mean obviously the spider obviously and the little mean elf but like the girl with the rest of it do you think there was like malevolent spirits um probably not until my little brother justin started getting older and he started experimenting with satanism oh, great. in the Good house Good and job. using ouija in the house the ouija board and just read about that um yeah we just read something about that <laughs> doing doing a lot of stuff that i had no idea because i had moved out for a while and mm-hmm. then you know he finally i was seven i'm seven years older than him so i was already graduated moving he moved out to dallas and everything and then came back to san antonio later on in life <clears throat> and then come back to know, you know, he's doing this kind of grindcore band stuff. And then he got into, you know, I found uh, a, the same satanic Bible in the back of the toilet one day. Oh, no. I went into the bathroom and I'm like, oh, this is great reading material. <laughs> Not. <laughs> <laughs> so um, then I decided to start, you know, so I asked him, you know, hey, what, what are you doing with this? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah. you know, grandpa, if he sees this, he's going to kill you. You know yeah. what I mean? And he just starts, he laughed it off and then told me about all these different things that they were, you know, to, and all these different, they were talking to through the Ouija board and stuff in <laughs> one of the bedrooms. And I was like, great, great. Of course, I'm older by then, you know, I'm like 19 or 20. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you just caused mass chaos. Thanks. Yeah. So, but um, there's, there's still to this day, you know, if you could go to that house, um, I guarantee you that it doesn't matter who walks in something will make its present known to you. Uh-huh. I mean, Do you know who's occupying the house now? No, I don't. When, when was the last time you were there? It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my grandparents moved up to Vermont a long time ago. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel sorry for whoever's there. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're like, if they listen to this, like, I've seen that spider. <laughs> I was going to say, if you're listening and you've had a spider on your wall, <laughs> contact us. Two-foot spider. Yeah. That's literally my worst nightmare right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big, uh, and then with, like, uh, glowing eyes. With, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, yeah, it was not a very happy experience no. growing up in that house. Um, Man. It, no was, it was very, very, very difficult because mm-hmm. everybody thought I was crazy. Mm-hmm. I was, like, five years old when it started. Oh, I wasn't crazy. I was just a kid. Yeah. Yay, poor thing. So, you know, it was very difficult. Yeah. So. Well, just recently, um, I guess in the last, I guess my cousin passed about a year ago and I started going over to my aunts a lot more often because, you know, my, my uncle had passed and then her brother had passed. And then right after that, um, my cousin passed Oh my gosh! and, um, two out of three, both in the same house. Um, so he, his heart had completely stopped and he just fell over and hit the ground well um i was upstairs one day and uh i was in 
the bedroom adjacent from his. And I always told him, because I never wanted to walk in the bedroom. You know, it, was, it just, I would open the door and he always told me, like, you know, whoever passes first, be or him. Like, we're going to connect to each other afterwards. And so I, I kind of passed the doorway. The dog kind of acted weird a little bit sometimes. Would go upstairs, come back downstairs and throw up. And so it was just kind of weird for a while. Um, but then I finally one day opened the door and I didn't have any feelings. It was just nothing. And I, I was just so mad and upset. Like you told me you would come through and, and, and show me. And this happened for about a week that I was going over back and forth. And one day I was upstairs and I was in the room adjacent. Had all the lights off in the room, of course. Um, I was laying down in bed. I had to get up to go to the bathroom one night. It was probably about 2.30 in the morning, maybe about 2.45. Well, I freaking tripped over my little suitcase, that night thing that I brought over because I left it on the floor at the end of the bed. So I jump up out of the bed, I freaking hit the thing, and I fall and hit the floor, and I'm like, son of a, you know. <laughs> so I'm getting up, and I'm making all this noise because I'm pushing on the little little suitcase thing, and I'm like, oh my goodness, like, great, great, what next? You know, I'm going to run to the wall or something. <clears throat> next thing I know from behind, on my right side, was it? was my cousin's voice, loudest day, and he said, I'm right behind you. And I turned to the left and I said, I know, no, no, no joke. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely right behind me. And I ran out of the room and I jumped clear from the top of the steps down to the very bottom and I rolled. And I woke my aunt up and she came screaming with her pistol out, somebody's breaking in the house. And I was like, no, I just heard James. And she was like, oh, okay. And then she went back back to the bedroom and closed the door and went to bed. Ugh. Like it was nothing. Because she had been experiencing a bunch of things in the house. Wow. That was kind of um, childish, like he would do. You know, mm -hmm. different things that he would kind of do. How old was do. he when he died? Um, he was 50 years old oh, okay. when he passed. So you think he was trying to communicate with you or scare you? Oh, he was, that was him. I mean, he was definitely a jokester mm -hmm. from the time we were, you know, I was a little kid to, hmm. to, to, to the time right before he passed. He was a prankster. And it wasn't just like, you know, hey, I'm, you know, it's me. It's James. No, it, it was, I'm right behind you. <laughs> it's me. Thanks. That's and hilarious. it was loud as day, and it, it, you know, as funny as it sounds, it, you know, still scary. Yeah. I, I ran yeah. outside. I didn't come in. The, I didn't go back into the house for another hmm. like, three hours. I was outside for three hours. I mean, I think the message here is that you know, ghosts so. can have a sense of humor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that cousins. makes me feel good, actually. So. Yeah, I'm. So, I'm sure you wouldn't feel good though <laughs> if that happened to you. I mean, I don't know. It might be comforting. Might be. And this would know. have been the this would have been the first, second, third, third or fourth experience that I had with something in a house yelling at me and mm. me being the only one to hear it. Mm. So interesting. Yeah. Well, is your aunt okay? Is she out of that house already? No, she's in the same house. Oh, um, she's still there, and things still happen in her really? room, and mm. and we just we she just takes it like it's just you know hey. It's life. just them telling them they're right okay. here with her. And she's so. like the same, like, like behavior wise or yeah. like health wise. She's the same. No, I mean, she's getting worse in her health because she's getting old. You know, she's in her 70s and mm -hmm. stuff now, but um, she's still good spirit and good heart and everything. Okay. And, if, you know, that hasn't changed. Well, that's um, good. Mm -hmm. But those kind of things and 
you know, also other family members in that house have witnessed and gone through some stuff, too, in that house. Mm -hmm. um, and this is the side of the family that's connected to my grandmother that's Native American, of oh, course. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Then I'm sure that's a factor. Well, thanks for letting me share my stories with y'all. And that's you. just some of them. So maybe there'll be another time where I can yeah. share some more. Yeah, Hi. thank you. I appreciate it. And thanks for, you know, sharing. I know you don't share too much, but we appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better you than me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, so that so was Chimmy. Thank what's, you. What's the takeaway from today's uh, stories, Andrew? Oh, well, we, I mean, I guess we could ask you, like, you know, since you had all these things, like, if people out there have similar things when they're just so uncomfortable, so afraid, what what is something that you did to cope with everything um, uh, that they can maybe do to kind of feel more comfortable or like not less afraid? Um, you know, if they're if, like moving's not an option, you know. Do you have uh, any advice for that? Um, or you know, I really don't because it was, you know, if somebody out there has any advice for me to even to this day mm -hmm. oh, to okay. cope with these kind of things, if y'all had been through any kind of experiences like that, have, you know, that would be amazing mm -hmm. to know if y'all could like throw, throw these guys over here, you know, throw them something, you know, online or send them a tweet or message or anything, you mm -hmm. know, and maybe there's something I can learn from y'all that's somebody that y'all been able to cope with. I have not been oh. able to and this is why i've never told anybody because it to this day i mean my palms are sweating and yeah. wow. i'm nervous and it just thinking about it because it, it scares me yeah you know so i don't know yeah. how okay. um, but if anybody has as a child you know growing up from, from a child to an adult it's still being just as scared as an adult yeah mm -hmm. you know um to even talk about these things much less have to go okay. through when a kid so but yeah um i guess lots of prayer Mm -hmm. And eat your Wheaties. Eat your Wheaties. <laughs> I mean, I think nowadays it seems like, hopefully, you know, there's so many ways for people to connect. You know, I know Andrew's on a bunch of chat groups or, right, yeah, Facebook paranormal groups. Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And, you know, so, and I think there's less of a stigma around paranormal stuff, hopefully. So, you know, I mean, if anyone's ever experienced this kind of thing, try to reach out to other people and groups mm -hmm. and you know, yeah, as far as dealing with it, it'd be just like experience anything scary or traumatic, right? That's Almost PTSD. Definitely. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. But yeah, there are, you know, like, um, I'll, maybe I can link you to some groups that I'm in on Facebook. There's an empath group. There's paranormal groups. And people do post on there, like, hey, guys, I just had this. Like, I I'm, I feel scared. Like, what do I do? And then people will comment. Like, mm -hmm. people will comment. I like, read Quora. I was telling Andrew about that earlier. Q-U-O-R-A. Quora, you weren't familiar with that, but people post their stories on anything and so i've been picking up a bunch of paranormal stories on there and then people comment and rate them and stuff like that but you know there's so much out there i think and just you know mm -hmm. and i i mean i told you i went i think in episode one you know i went into our thing in york yorktown very skeptically mm -hmm. and but i mean there's no doubt that there's definitely like uh I mean, extraterrestrial, what's the word? I mean, it's paranormal, but it's like like outside of, you know, our normal plane of existence. Or something, yeah, I don't right? know. So there's some energy there's out there that's... There's definitely other things going on here, people. Exactly. Yeah. We're not alone. Oh, yeah. Especially when <laughs> you, you don't want alone. it to happen and it just keeps happening. Yeah, it's not like you invited it, you know? No. It's so interesting. So, but yeah. it's not all scary. It doesn't have to be scary. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what Andrew and I talked about earlier. Like, mm -hmm. we're not necessarily going into this looking for scary stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's interesting and titillating. But um, we actually, you know, episode two was pretty scary for us. But... Um, 
right episode two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Whatever one that comes before this. Yes, that would be two people. That's a dos in Espanol. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, we're just really fascinated by what else is out there. At least yeah. me personally, I'm mm-hmm. interested in the, you know, what's beyond our physical realm. So. Correct, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, thank you so much, uh, Chimmy. Appreciate it. Thanks, and um, if you guys are listening no to this, if you guys want to submit any of your ghost stories or weird experiences, or maybe advice for Chimmy or for people out there, um, mm-hmm. you know, if you do Facebook groups too, if you have meetups or something, or meditation or something, let us know. Comment on. Let's connect. Um, let's connect. Comment on our Facebook page at the Paranormal Empath. Yeah. Uh, we also have our Instagram at the Paranormal Empath. We have a Twitter at the paranormal empath but it's just m no e because they only allow a certain amount of characters okay. um and if you so want to contact dorian headstone anytime <laughs> oh my god i'm gonna get like that's so my, much grief for that's this my new it's nickname for not you. headstone it's <laughs> a different that's just kidding it's late night I know. that's a late night podcast <laughs> just kidding all okay right. all right well um thank you guys so much thank you jimmy again thank you kimberly for being here thank and, you and um we'll catch you on the next episode all right so uh everybody stay stay peaceful stay spooky and uh catch you on the upside down there you go catch on we'll come up with a tagline soon <laughs> we're working on it <laughs> we're working on it wasn't that from that show then they called the, the upside down the upside down the stranger yeah. things stranger yeah, yeah, things yeah. yeah that's what i'm saying catch you on the, catch upside on down. the flip side on the upside down it's better than flip side that's true yeah all right okay. all, all right. right adios good night guys bye-bye say bye jimmy bye